Well, hello, Toowoomba. This week, we celebrate local small business triumph amongst what has been a bleak year, with the opening of a second store in Grand Central for the Handmade Collective. We speak to owners Sammy and Rebecca about their vision for the Handmade Collective and what you can expect to see inside the stores. As always, a huge thanks to local business Recognition Plus for their ongoing support. They help put your name where it counts. From promo gear and trophies to name badges, they will help you be seen. News of the week. In local news, our traffic light pedestrian crossings are returning to normal use. Yep, back to pressing the button again, folks. People are being advised to use their elbows. Hear about small business incentives in the Mayor's Chat later in the episode. Now let's get on with the show. Now back in our episode on the 15th of June, we talked about the Handmade Collective and they opened up at Clifford Gardens. Now I'm catching up with Rebecca and Sammy again because I think we've got some exciting news to announce that's happening this week as well. So, Sammy, how have things been going for you at Clifford Gardens first up? They've been running that terribly that we're going to open up a second store. <laughs> oh, now I love that. That's okay. So you're opening a second store and I'm going to be sneaky here and say we're actually conducting this interview in the second store before they open the doors and the store is huge, which means you girls are nailing it and tell us about the journey. Well, we're kind of nailing it. We still have yet to fill it completely <laughs> because it is such a big shop. So there is spaces available. I suppose it was just an opportunity, another opportunity that Samantha stumbled across, maybe kind of hunted out as well as this shop's been empty for a very long time. For the best part of this year, I think it closed even pre-COVID. So this layout in this store is probably a lot. It gives us less limitations on who we can have in the shop and yeah I guess opens us up to having a whole extra variety and an extra range of of people in store. Now one of the I think the most fantastic things about what you've done at Clifford Gardens and now what you're going to be doing on a bigger scale here at Grand Central is what you actually offer to somebody who's out shopping. You've got such an eclectic, diverse, most sought-after type of product. And, of course, the best part is it's all handmade. Am I right to say that, Sammy? Absolutely. So everything that we sell in the store is handmade by all our local crafters, makers. So we do not sell products that just that aren't handmade at all. So everything has to have like at least an 80% handmade component to it it's it's really wonderful just to get everybody's products and everybody's you know these are the their blood sweat and tears and just the things that they love to do love to make out for everybody to see that they're local and you can find them in shopping centers what i like too is this is actually quality merchandise that could belong in any high-end retailer yeah, so it was one of the, our most important features was that the products that we have in store have to be of a high standard. It's not to disrespect any handmade 
person out there but more to the point that we've got a really really high end range in store that just opens the doors up to a bigger customer base as such we just want people to understand that these products aren't just something that you can find at a flea market or a two dollar shop that these things are of such a high standard we're trying to get those people that are kind of stuck between doing their markets and COVID's obviously helped us have access to people that are stuck as well as but people that are stuck between not being able to because let's be honest Samantha and I on our own would never be able to afford at this current point in our little side hustle life careers I guess getting those people that aren't able to get themselves into a shop space get themselves into that different demographic of customers that different potential that different target market that's out there so getting the people that are stuck between their markets and their little events and their little expos on a smaller scale and then just putting their product and their brand in the front of just a different customer base. Myself, for example, so my candles, like I can't, I can't sell my range of candles at a market because they're too high end for a market, but I myself can't afford to go into a full blown store. So it just helps people like me who have products that have a really, really different price point than your market stuff collectively come together. So one of our key points of difference is finding people that have outgrown their own market spaces, that have outgrown their current customer bases. Not outgrown, maybe that's not the right word, but just looking for that next thing, that next reach. As a collective, we can all support each other. We can all pitch in and throw our $5 in. It's more than five bucks. But, you know, we all, we're all throwing our money in the hat at the same time and then we're all there to support each other and prop each other up. I don't want to stock my candles in at Meyer or David Jones, those sorts of places, because I lose who I am then and then I just become another number. I don't I don't want that and I'm I don't want the handmade community to lose the their authenticity. The, yeah, the, their authenticity. We can you can still scale. I guess we're also probably trying to prove a point to our own industry that you can scale handmade businesses and still keep I hate the word authenticity, but essentially it's what we're doing. We're still staying true to our roots and not, you know, we're not being commercial sellouts for the one of a better reference again, I suppose. You absolutely can scale a handmade business. You can absolutely make it more than just a hobby. And we want those people that have that drive, that have that ambition inside of them. And some of this, we're sitting here and we're finding that drive inside of people as well as where they've got incredible product. Their pricing might be a little bit off. They've got beautiful branding and we're just giving them a kick in the ass to push them where they then start to believe in themselves. There is nothing better when one of our makers turns around to us and says, Beck, Samantha, you have changed my life because you've actually made me price my products the way that I deserve. And what it's worth. Oh, so much so. And taking us out of market and putting us into a shopping center where people's intent to spend money is completely different. Someone goes to a shopping center to spend money. They're there for a reason. Nine out of 10, they are not there just to browse in the windows. Whereas you go to markets, my, myself, I'm completely guilty of this. I go to markets because I want to have a sticky beak a lot of the time. And a lot of the time I just want to eat food. I love food. I'm there to eat the food and I go straight to the cafeteria, whatever's going on. I get coffee, I get my food, and then I have a People go to a shopping center. Look, they still eat, obviously, but they're coming here to buy presents, to buy gifts, to buy something for themselves, their parents, their friends, family, and all of that sort. So the intent to spend money in a shopping center, if we can shove handmade 
in between that transaction of them opening their wallets and handing over money for handmade over whoever's next to us is everything. Now, I'm quite blown away by the fact that you opened in Clifford Gardens in June. (laughs) (laughs) Also blown away. But the fact that it's only what? 15th of June we spoke and now I'm here talking to you on the 6th of November November. for Monday's episode and you're talking not only opening a second shop but a shop in the major shopping centre in in the town and the size of the shop. Yeah, and like outside of Brisbane where Grand Central itself is obviously the biggest, it's a biggest shopping centre in our region, period. It's a huge gamble. I wouldn't say it's a gamble. I would say it's a step in the right direction. It's a step in the right direction. I suppose our thing now is just finding those businesses that want to be on board. We still have spaces available. Hashtag shameless blog. No, we've definitely still got spaces available in the shop and it's finding those businesses that want to take that leap of faith and to take that gamble on us with us. I think you've just hit the nail right there on the head. It's going to be huge. It's exciting to be able to put all these different handmade products in the eyes of people that don't normally shop at markets because they're at a shopping centre. So it to say that it's a whole different customer base is an, an understatement. understatement. 100%, definitely. And I think as, as an outsider, the way I'm looking at it is that the people who come to this shopping centre, when they pluck up the courage, and it won't be very hard for them, but once they walk through those doors and they actually see what you've got to offer, they're going to go, wow, and they're going to say, where has where this have, been? Where have, it, where have you guys where been? Where have on all it? these amazing people been? So our biggest thing as well is telling the story of the businesses and the makers and the artisans and the, the people that are in our store as well. So we want those customers to come into our shop and experience the brands and do them justice as well. as. So we want to be able to tell their stories and then those customers leave, not buying something off the rack at the big chains, not buying something off the rack and not feeling like a part of their journey as well. We definitely want our customers or our clients to be intertwined in the process of making these products and make them feel like they're making a difference because by God they are. Yeah, exactly. When they buy something from the Handmade Collective, they're actually supporting their neighbour, someone else in the town that they come from, and they're not just supporting them, they're getting a quality item that will stack up against anything else available in the market. It's a win-win. It's a no-brainer. Absolutely. Okay, so the grand opening is when? 12th of November, so this coming Thursday at 10am with 50 goodie bags to the first 50 purchases. You better make that 49 purchases because I reckon... Ten o'clock, we'll be here knocking on the door. You better, you better buy your lovely wife some really cool earrings and candles. I'm just saying. <laughs> hint, hint. Okay, hashtag big hint. Subtle as a twenty-eight pound sledgehammer. <laughs> well, girls, look. Let's wrap this up. In all seriousness, I wish you both all the very, very best from the Talking to Woman podcast, and I am certain you girls are going to nail it. You've already shown that you can take on a challenge when you opened at uh, Clifford Gardens. And now that you're here at Grand Central, I reckon the sky's the limit. Absolutely. Watch us. Watch us go. 
let's move mountains. And thank you to you and Jody as well for chasing our tails again and following us to come and do another story. It really means a lot, definitely. Now, we will be here on Thursday and we will chat to some of the unique and eclectic 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 artisans that will be providing their wares. So make sure you come along to the opening and we'll uh, keep you updated on the Talking to Normal podcast. Thanks again, girls. Thanks. Have a good day. (laughs) Thank you so much. We can all do our part to conserve water where we can. We're all on water restrictions until we receive significant rainfall to replenish our supplies. Restrictions vary depending on your town. For tips to save water and information on your restriction level, visit tr.qld.gov.au backslash water. Every drop counts. We welcome again this month Mayor Paul Antonio. Morning, Paul. Morning, Shane. Great to be with you. Another beautiful day. Uh in downtown Toowoomba, and they tell me it's going to get quite warm in the next few days. But the great thing is that over a period of time, uh, and whilst weather forecast is not an exact science, that suggests we're going to get a La Nina, which means there's a bit of rain about. So hopefully that'll be right. Yes, let's hope so. So let's go and talk about the rainfall we've had. It's been great, but not really nearly enough given our drought conditions, is it? No, look, it's given us a additional usable storage in our dams of uh, 0.3%, which effectively means about seven days' water. So our dams are currently sitting at 31.8. There is no reason for anyone to worry about us running out of water because the connection to Wyvernhoe, which was made all those years ago, I think, was a very, very good strategic decision. Uh, We've got some people on medium-level water restrictions. In fact, we are in Toowoomba. 175 litres per person per day. And I thank the people of Toowoomba for being so uh, much in keeping with our wishes. High-level restrictions are in Cambodia, Cecil Plain, Clifton, Vileview and Yarraman. And they equate to 150 litres per day. The rainfall that we've received around our dams is between 60 and 70 mils. Uh, in the past week, but that simply means to me, and it's a good thing, that will prepare the ground for the rainfall that's to come. It'll it'll grow the grass, protect the soil, and uh, with the wet ground, it will get runoff. So that's good. Very pleased about it. Indeed. It's certainly going to start the the process of us getting back out of these um, very dry conditions. So I guess I'll have to keep the rain dance up. Now, I see that Highfields will be getting a new library. Yeah, look, um, when you consider Highfields, and, you know, a lot of my people around me who uh, make comments to me, they're good friends, they're well-intended, and they consider Highfields to be a small community. Highfields is the size of Warwick, 14-odd thousand people out in that general area, and they've been making do with a very, very ordinary library for quite some time. It happened pre-amalgamation, which was 2008, and there's been tremendous use of that library. In fact, it supports around 52,000 visitors per year. So we've made a deliberate strategic decision, not only to build a library, and the tenders are going out uh, for that in the not-too-distant future, and we expect to know by about the 20th of this month who the successful tender will be. But we also have bought significant land there, and I'm very proud of that as a uh, the thing that we did there was certainly quite a strategic purchase. We bought that land from Clive Berkhofer, who's a very, very capable person and, a, and, in fact, a very generous person, as we all know. So we can control the development of the centre of Highfield. Of course, we'd like to have employment base there. 
you know, we've got two significant army bases here in Toowoomba, uh, one at Oki, one at uh, Kabala. We have the, the Amberley base at Ipswich. We were just wondering if it wouldn't be a bad idea for us to talk to the defence about off-base employment there. So, look, the reason we're building the library there is that it's a very vibrant area, 52,600 visitors per year. It's currently done in shipping containers. We want to make a good library, a good service centre, and uh, show some respect to the population who live out there in Highfield. Now, as a micro-business owner myself, I'm interested to hear about the business assistance program that Council's launched. Well, we're very keen because, you know, when you want to examine things, uh, very often the people who get the news of the big businesses in town, and, and rightly so in many respects for the things that they do, but when you want to analyse things, you'll find that small business is a massive employer. Now, there are two programs that we are supporting. One is a better business program, and we're working with TAFE there to teach people how to run a better business. USQ is also involved in other regional education and training centre stakeholders so that people who can, in fact, uh, give us some advice to small business can do so. This is the service that we're offering. But also there's the second thing, which is digital marketing mentor programs which, of course, digital marketing now is a very, very big thing. And uh, we've got to make sure that we can help people to actually become involved in that. So we're very pleased about that. We want that to to be an opportunity for businesses to develop their skills. And look, uh, small business is different now to what it was in the past, and no doubt will be different again in the future. So we're very happy that we're putting a fair bit of money into that. Now, Paul, talking of local businesses, Council is urging local suppliers to register their business details with Council. Can you explain what this is about, please? This is about keeping more money in our community. Uh, You know, we've uh, got some incentive programs. Uh, There's a certain incentive offered to any local business who wants to become involved in supplying the council, particularly through the COVID-19. We've certainly got a a distinct advantage there for local people. Now, one of the things I'm proudest of is that we constantly look at each month how much money we're actually spending in the Toowoomba community as a council. You see, last year there was a order of $180 million spent in Toowoomba, and that's about 50% of our expenditure in that area. So that's very significant. 57% of our money goes into the local community. Our target is 60%, which would be excellent. The state government is putting 25% of their money into the state of Queensland, so in, in terms of purchases and all that sort of thing. So we're very proud of what we've done. We think it's a great thing to do, and uh, I think that we are as a major business in town employing 1,700-odd people, having a budget of $567 million. It's just amazing what we're doing currently and how much money we're putting into it. Thanks, Paul. Well, we do have a lot of small businesses listening to the podcast and we're, and we're trying to provide information that benefits and informs. So thanks again for your time this month. It's been great to chat with you, Paul. Yeah. Thank you, Shane. It's, uh, it's a pleasure to, to work with you and I look forward to seeing you next month. Take care. Bye for now, Paul. Bye-bye. What's On brought to you by the Toowoomba Regional Council. Tuesday the 10th of November, the Toowoomba Entrepreneurs' Breakfast at the Parkhouse Cafe from 7.15am run by Canvas Coworking. Friday the 13th of November, need some help with content creation? An eight-part series has started at Canvas Coworking from 12 to 1pm and runs every Friday 
now until the 18th of December. The Oki Youth Project is on as usual from 6.30pm for 12 to 24-year-olds. Regional Movie Night, 7 till 9pm at both Greenbound and Brookstead at the respective local halls. Saturday the 14th of November, Blacksmith Basics are on, Saturday and Sunday, 8am till 4pm at the Common Co Museum. It's also McHappy Day, so please support Ronald McDonald House. On Sunday the 15th of November, sees the Scooter and Skate Workshop moving to the Pittsworth Skate Park this weekend from 9 to 1pm. Tom Gleeson's on at the Empire Theatre from 7.30pm. See Facebook events for more details. Markets this weekend. Saturday the 14th of November, the Toowoomba's Farmers Markets are on from 7am under the windmill at Cobb Co Museum. The Araman Markets from 7am and Sunday the 15th of November, the Toowoomba PCYC Markets at the PCYC Toowoomba from 6am. Tiny Tots and Me Christmas Market, 9am till 12pm at the Centenary Heights High School. Queen's Parks Markets at Frog's Hollow from 8am and the Makers Markets 8am to 1pm at the Mills Precinct. We'll be there, come and say g'day. Well, that's it for another week. Thanks again to our local supporters, Recognition Plus. Find them at recognitionplus.com.au for all your promotional needs. If you have an event or business you would like us to feature on the podcast, email us info at sjamedia.com.au. Please tell your friends about us and help us out by subscribing to the podcast. It is free. See you around, Toowoomba.